0: Were you under the impression as a kid that Santa Claus was real? Never, never. I don't remember ever thinking that either. I don't know. It. I feel like it's psychologically
1: harmful for kids.
0: <laughs> I, like, do you? Were your parents or like were others around you like actively like? Like yeah, Santa isn't real. Like I don't remember that being the case either. No, I just remember like ambivalence. No. Yeah, and then me. like all like just growing up, I'm like yeah, Santa isn't real
1: and never was. Cause he's, it, it, yeah, you never had to have a, the Santa talk because <laughs> because because he never existed.
0: Welcome to Waveframe. Welcome back to
1: Waveframe Podcast. My name is Luke. And I'm Isaac. This is a podcast where we talk about movies. In music today, we're talking about the Citizen Kane of animated <laughs> movies.
0: <laughs> so it is Christmas season. Um, it is two weeks from Christmas. Uh, about, and uh, we are uh, reviewing. Well, we we're talking about today the toy that saved Christmas, a VeggieTales classic from my childhood. Next week we will be talking about uh, the Muppets Christmas, which is a classic similar to Isaac's childhood.
1: Yeah, it's the Muppets Christmas Carol. The Muppets Christmas Carol. Yes. Uh, Clearly yes. I am a stranger to it.
0: Um, so yeah, the the Toilet Save Christmas this is a Veggie Tales movie. Um, for those of you who might be unfamiliar with Veggie Tales, it's um these A bunch animated, of Veggies. It's it's a it's an animated talking about shorts, Jesus. and it's a bunch of VeggieTales Tales talking about Jesus. Um, and they typically sing a few songs. Um, and it's it's you know, it's designed for kids. Um, growing up, this was a movie, probably the most consistent movie that my family watched. Any holiday season for for a bit. We weren't a family that did a lot of holiday movie watching traditionally, but I remember, like my dad got this on DVD, and he was a big proponent of watching this one. And it kind of just became a funny thing because it's so... This movie is so, like, mockable, so fun, good-natured, and so quotable for my family that it's it's become ingrained. Like, we were just watching it, and I, I was quoting along to most of it because most of these quotes are things that me and my siblings and my parents will say to each other at different times and have adapted over the years.
1: Give us one. Give yeah. us one well, for the so audience. Well, so, for example, in one,
0: in one of the moments, uh, this guy goes, Mr. Lunt, another sled! And... And <laughs> uh, throughout the years that has morphed into pretty much anything that we need another of <laughs> <It> is <laughs> Mr. Lund another whatever. So yeah, you know, so I think that you know this movie well what it this was your kind of firster at least in a while yeah. this was a revisit for you so wh- how did you feel about this coming in from the outside without <laughs> the nostalgia because i think a, a big part of christmas movies that people love is because of the nostalgia of growing up with them and the attachment oh, to it so how did you definitely. feel about this
1: well i i had definite nostalgia for veggie tales not for necessarily this movie uh, I'd maybe seen it when I was seven and kind of forgot what what was going on. And, and so a lot of this, I didn't know what was going to happen. Um, and and I, <laughs> I think the only... I honestly think that it's a really fun viewing experience <laughs> for the reasons you said. Like, it's so fun to... Laugh (laughs) at? I mean, I guess sometimes laugh
0: with. That's the thing, like this, and I I haven't seen enough (laughs) VeggieTales recently to know if this is across the board, Mm -mm. but it doesn't take itself too seriously, which frees you
1: up to not take it seriously. Exactly, exactly. And and it's a half hour, and I think, like good Christian boys, our parents (laughs) wanted us to watch VeggieTales because... It is all about, like, the true meaning of Christmas. It's a movie about the true meaning of Christmas. But the way they go about it is so ridiculously uh, not subtle Mm -hmm. and in your face (laughs) that it's hilarious. So so for
0: those who maybe haven't seen this specifically, even if you are familiar with VeggieTales, it follows, there's this town, um, and they get an advertisement from this toy maker, and he says... (laughs) You want more toys and that's the true meaning of Christmas. That's, and they've created this. No, toy. he says you want more <laughs> toys. <laughs> that's the true meaning of Christmas. <laughs> That's a pretty good impression. They've created this toy that is named Buzzsaw Louie, and he Yo, has a working... Yeah, why head.
1: is it called a buzz... No, why does it have a buzzsaw for a, a hand? has a buzzsaw on his
0: arm. These and are I,
1: directly catered for children, <laughs> and has a real working buzzsaw oh. on his head.
0: Oh, and then, it, well, and then you press its nose, and it says things like, you want more toys, and like it's all a ploy for him to sell more of these toys. Subliminal um, message. Subliminal message. <laughs> Not even subliminal, no. just messaging. Um, and and then it, the kids, you know, find this toy, and this toy has come to life. One of the Buzzsaw Louis, yeah. and he's like, "This isn't what Christmas is about." And they're like, "What is it about?" But it's not about this. I know that's wrong. So they find this guy who tells them the the story of Jesus being born, yep. uh, the classic Christmas story. And then um, they end up going. They send out an advertisement using. They infiltrate the the TV system and they send out a message that explains the true meaning of Christmas. Ends with a whole big sledding down a hill and it bridges out. Good climax. The the Mr. Um, ne, Mr. Nebu what's his Whatever. name? He's Will like the brother Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. He he's the toy maker. He he you know comes around and because they're giving him toys, he now realizes that it's about giving, not getting, <laughs> and everybody everybody ends up happy. Buzzsaw Louie, while thinking about getting his buzzsaw surgically removed, ends up being a woodmaker, A carpenter. Sorry, everybody not a knows,
1: Everybody knows the only thing you need to make wooden furniture and things is a buzzsaw. Is a buzzsaw. <laughs> ideally attached to your hand. Okay. I, as I was watching this, I was like I think they like just took the first draft and was like, yep, we're doing that. We are recording the voices tomorrow. And the only reason in canon that makes sense to me is I think the... It's like Princess Bride where there's this granddaughter... And she's being told the story from her grandpa, who's a postman's perspective. So, in my headcanon, he's just making up this story on <laughs> yeah. the spot for his granddaughter because that's the only way that can that's, justify yeah. the horrible writing. Well, I think it's, it's so much.
0: <laughs> well, you, were, you were joking, like, at the end, he uses his buzzsaw in the climax Like, yes. get them out of a rope. Yeah. That's really the only time, like, they kind of need a the, the buzzsaw, only really factors in at the end.
1: Well, and at so, the end. And he uses it as a weird propeller. Yeah, yeah, and that sleds. same climax.
0: So yeah. I wonder if they had the idea of just a toy that comes to life. Yeah. They write the story, and they're like, wait a minute. <laughs> how are they going to get free, and how are they going to catch up? And then they're like, I got figured it out. I got it. The toy has a buzzsaw on his arm.
1: <laughs> There's so many ways you could make this. Actually, it's a re- it would be a, such an interesting... If I was like a... I don't know, writing, screenplay, professor... I don't even know what you call that. I I think it'd be really interesting to give this to students and say, you need to rewrite this script where it is better. Like, it's nuanced. And it's not just lazily shelling out things Mm -hmm. for kids. I know I might be spurning your whole childhood (laughs) right now. But, like, in my opinion, there are children's animation, you know, like... Like Klaus,
0: like, well, like Klaus, that's not yeah. Specifically, a kids movie. Well, but that's but, but it is Christmas an animated movie. kids yeah. movie. It is yeah. a kids movie. Yeah, yeah.
1: And, and or uh, like How the Grinch Stole Christmas, or even like The Incredibles, or or a lot of Pixar stuff. Mm-hmm. You can make kids stuff not not solely just for kids. You can mm-hmm. also make it appealing for adults. And while this is ironically very appealing for adults, yeah. like <laughs> the, I, I think it'd be so interesting to to try to set up maybe earlier that whatever nebuchadnezzar big boss man grew up poor and like yeah. <laughs> you know never had presence because that's that's his character arc but it comes out of nowhere mm-hmm. and honestly this is just a fun thing to watch because it feels like i don't know you we watched it on youtube and it feels like <laughs> people just made it for fun and you can tell they're having fun but i really really firmly believe that this movie does not convert any young children to Christianity <laughs> whatsoever, but but it's, it, it's it is about a good reaffirming message reaffirming the yeah, Christianity for those who already I are. I was telling Luke that the guy who tells them the meaning of Christmas. Just literally starts reading like Luke two, you know the Christmas story from the Bible, and I was like, if you had no idea what Christianity was, like, you'd be so confused. To what is happening in that moment? So, how? So, yeah. I have a question.
0: How much do you think of? Well, like we've talked about, like, well, this is so near and dear to my heart because it's a part of my Christmas experience growing up. How much do you think of like those Christmas classics specifically? Is just like kind of picking something and putting your name on it. It's almost like you know, like well, different philosophies on love and marriage. But like at some point, you know, marriage is like. Are
1: you saying you're committing to this movie? I'm saying I'm saying that I think (laughs) like it's your wife. Yeah,
0: no, no, I know it sounds weird, but I think that might be what kind of Christmas movies are to some people. They're like, I know this movie is is. Not good because yeah. I will. I will say it is rare to find a Christmas movie that I'm like that was such a well done movie. I think there are few, far and few between. Maybe I would put Home Alone on that list. <laughs> Classic. Yeah, it's good. Uh, if Die Hard.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Uh, Klaus, which we just mentioned, and yeah, I which saw. Which is on Netflix. Yeah, not ten out of ten would recommend. Yeah, that. very very. very um, I mean, those are. I mean, I'm just riffing no, off a little uh, bit, but
1: how's this analogy that I thought of? Okay, you're a Lions fan, right? Yes. And you grew up as a Lions yeah. fan Mm -hmm. okay you're not it'd be really weird for you to all of a sudden be like i hate the lions and your loyalty exactly you'd be a lame bandwagoner because (laughs) all of a sudden your other team is winning a lot so then you're gonna go to that team it's kind of like that it'd be weird if you went against your whole life like, one year, you're just like, oh, I loved this movie for 19 years, and now I don't? You know? Like, mm-hmm. is that what you're kind of saying? Yeah. I, yeah. I think that there is... I think
0: that there is some element, at least for me, maybe it's just how I work out. I yeah. don't know if other people experience this, but I think at some point, it is just, like, you choose to love this yeah. thing. And I think even, like, with my... You know, what I considered a long time for my favorite movie was Signs by M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. And I, like, I recognize that movie is not the peak of cinema, but, like, for excuse me, for some reason, and I don't even know why, at some point, I kind of like chose to be like, yes, like, (laughs) this is my movie,
1: Yeah. you know? Okay, well, I think think we're tapping into something that I was thinking about this week, and I think too many people forget, and not forget, but they choose to ignore it. Uh, The fact that, we've talked about this on the episode before, but the fact that, there are so many variables and circumstances and situations and feelings and and moments that go into enjoying something, and you. So 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 much of a Christmas Christmas movie is, I watched it with my family. It made me feel good. We were all together. It was fun. You can't enjoy a Christmas movie, if your if your like house just burned down the day before. You know, like situations around it really affect you. So. So I'm not trying to poop all over your, you know, your your Christmas movie because hey it was really funny. Because in an alternate reality, that is my family's mm-hmm. favorite Christmas mm-hmm. movie, and so there's something really special about having your own favorite Christmas movie because of the memories that come along with that. And I think there's something really interesting about Christmas movies is that it's almost like an annual tradition. And you don't get that with many movies mm-hmm. besides maybe you watch Independence Day on Independence yeah. Day yeah. or, or V <laughs> yeah, for Vendetta yeah, on November yeah. 5. Uh-huh. Um, and, and then you get the luxury and the uh, added layer of I didn't you, – you, you can be like, oh, I didn't notice that. I haven't noticed that or I forgot about that or, oh, that little scene. And you get to see the little director's touches. You get to see the editor's choice. And you get to over and over and over digest something. It's like going to an art gallery each year. It's like going to... And I know we're talking about VeggieTales, the toy that <laughs> saved Christmas. But the reality is that, like in Ratatouille, uh, the simplest of things probably mean the most to people. Mm. And you know at the end of ratatouille when yeah. when the the critic, eats the, the critic <laughs> eats, eats the ratatouille and it brings him back to his childhood and so that's like a maybe a little example of how you feel when you watch this movie. That, i think you put that so well i'm so glad that you just walked through that i love it thank you <laughs> well I, I i think it's so important to and i i would love to link this in the uh, uh, the, the description but it's so important to not be elitist about art or say that there's high and low art because Mm -hmm. that quickly devolves into only you can only be an artist if and really that's not true that's a fallacy and so what I want to link in there is that there's a really good article by Ethan Hone where he talks about there's not really a difference between high and low art and mm-hmm. you shouldn't be elitist about art. I have not read that and yeah. I want to it's good. I want to read your thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We,
0: okay, yeah, well okay, we'll put that in our link description. Yes, yes. If you if you can't get enough of Ethan's thoughts, go back and listen to our nineteen seventy five and her episodes. Yeah,
1: so good, so good. If you
0: can't get enough Christmas before next week's release on the Muppets, <laughs> go back and listen to we have our episode from last year, right when we were starting out. Yeah. Um uh, on one on one mic back in <laughs> Day. And this actually, so we're recording in in my house now, which yeah. used to be Isaac's house. It was Isaac's house when we recorded that episode. And go ahead and listen to "It's a Wonderful Life," which is paired with Michael Bublé's Christmas album. Yeah,
1: back when we did those long episodes. Yeah. I mean, are, they're still long yeah. but, but on two things? Yeah, who would do those long episodes? <laughs> but yeah, so I think I think it goes back to kind of a big theme of our podcast, our Twilight episode love what you love and it doesn't really matter why you love it mm-hmm. if you love it you love it mm-hmm. and it's fun to explore why you love it but you don't need to defend it because it's just there to be loved and mm-hmm. that's great and so i kind of love this movie how the toy saved christmas or the, Wait, yeah the the, the toy, that, the saved toy christmas. that saved christmas because of its in my view flaws mm-hmm. and because of its not but, but, then there are some things that are definitely not flaws, like it doesn't take itself seriously. Mm-hmm. If it did, it would be really funny bad a weird way and it would it would really be bad. bad, yeah, exactly. Like and it's really weirdly fun to nitpick it. Like this big corporation, the the CEO of the corporation is just spying on this town with a big telescope, yeah. and he makes one commercial, and then immediately afterward, all the kids go to their parents to say, "We want a bus on uh, Louis. We want a bus on uh, Louis." And you have to tell the audience about. One of your favorite lines is when all the parents are like, What? Oh,
0: uh, <laughs> well, yeah. So, one of the other notable quotes from the movie is Buzz Saw Louie. Um, one of the lines he says is, Billy has more toys than you.
1: <laughs> Which is amazing. Yeah. It's like a catchphrase for kids to yeah. say, even though the commercial has no idea if they have friends exactly. With then Billy. one of the
0: fees goes to his dad, who goes, Billy has more toys than me. <laughs>
1: and the dad just goes, Who's Billy? <laughs> and it's a perfect, like, Like, representation stereotype of dads who are reading the newspaper who don't care about what's going on.
0: I just feel like it's a little bit, like, representative of the
1: movie. When you're just kind of like, what's going on? Yeah. (laughs) I love the movie because there's so many awkward moments in it. Because of the animation. (laughs) and It lends itself to the awkwardness. Judding the penguins are in it. And a big comedic element, I think. I will say, the thing that this movie does well is I think comedic timing yeah, yeah honestly has, <laughs> at the end there when the big Nebuchadnezzar guy says what he's saying he say little hell yeah exactly <laughs> like honestly it's fun to deconstruct this movie in a more serious well, way well even that like I'm thinking of and I didn't even piece that but I'm sure like so, I'm thinking back
0: to when, like, my family was on. We took this like houseboating trip one time, which was yeah. really cool, and I was young. And then I wasn't strong enough. I was pretty little. I <laughs> wasn't strong enough to pull myself up the ladder after jumping into the water. So I yeah. just sit there and I'll go little Hell <laughs> And I think that was probably because of this movie. Yes, exactly. It's amazing how much <laughs>
1: these little things impact you. Yes. Uh, uh, uh. I, I I love that, and sometimes I've been confused by quoting movies. I I'm not confused. when people do it, I think it's really fun and it's great. But I'm like, this this is weird like cultural phenomenon that we do. We quote things out of context in new context. It's like Mm -hmm. the first memes kind Mm -hmm. of. (laughs) And like you can apply it to a scenario like I can't get up the ladder, Lula. You know, and that's fun because It's funny and fun because your brain's not expecting that connection. You're making a connection there that you're not used to or not expecting. Mm -hmm. And and I think families, it's like an inside joke. You can bond over that. And and movies give them that, which is amazing. And it's a callback to this shared experience, positive shared experience. Mm -hmm. So if you had this road trip where you met this weird guy who had a big white beard who said, like, you guys are off course or whatever. (laughs) Like, and then, you know, back, you know, I'm saying, like, you can do callbacks and things. Mm -hmm. You're quoting something Mm -hmm. else and not movies um, before movies even existed. And I just think that's so fun because it's like inside jokes. But then... It's a new level, so that's a singular experience for one family. But then if you meet somebody and they quote the same things as you, that takes a serious level of specificity that you really – (laughs) is unprecedented and then you can connect a lot and that's – Crazy to me. It's like you watched that episode of Star Trek: Next Generation, season three, episode line. four, the same line. It's like holy crap, this is insane. <laughs> so I think it'd be fun if if you were like Mister Lunt. <laughs> Another French fry, please. <laughs> and then the McDonald's f- employees <laughs> like, oh my gosh. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You watched Toy <laughs> the er- Toy the <laughs> <saying> Christmas. <laughs> but saw Toy. Yeah my the, word. The last thing I want to yeah. hit
0: on, and it's a small note, but I just think that really the movie peaks though at the midway point. <laughs> with a classic a staple of VeggieTales silly songs <laughs> with Larry <laughs> when Larry is is singing about wanting Santa um he can't wait for Santa yeah and then um he um, gets he's visited, visited instead <laughs> he gets visited by a bank robber <laughs> and then a Viking <laughs> and then a member of the Internal Revenue Service <laughs> and with the narration it's it, and you know obviously like kids are like ha ha he doesn't want a bank robber ha ha he doesn't want a Viking and like who's what's the IR IRS, and I think that that is something that well, I you know Pixar walks that line really well. This yeah. one is a little on the nose, but like it, there is there are those things for adults too, you know. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, It's it's really funny, you know. And he lets in the bank robber. He lets in the Viking, <laughs> but the guy goes, "I'm from the IRS," and he slams <laughs> the door in
1: his face. Okay, right before that though, you said comedy comes <laughs> in three, and you're right. But you also have to upset you expectations. Have to upset the, yeah. Expectations, oh, and that's what they did. Yeah. And that was why it was so funny because you expected him to just like let him in. So good. Oh my gosh. I will say there there was another moment that I was thinking about that was mostly for adults, which is fun, where they're they're doing the commercial for Jesus and like and giving (laughs) giving things. And then uh, Mr. Oh, Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar guy by. says, like. Yeah, he oh, crashes in on he them. He crashes to stop in stop on it. them and he's like, there's going to be some technical <laughs> difficulties. And then the camera's going yeah. to around. That is so funny to me. Uh, if you oh. want to see. And well when we saw that, they just started rolling. And then the commercial aired immediately. Yeah. <laughs> and they were doing it live. And if you want to see something crazy, you should look up Bill O'Reilly. We're doing it live on YouTube, which I will say has some foul language. So don't watch it if you don't like that. But it reminded me of that. And I was like, wow, that's that's really, really dangerous to do something live. But the tenacity of kids, the tenacity of kids, yeah. the pure,
0: the purity. Exactly. Purity exactly. Of Buzzsaw Louis.
1: So I'm glad that Saw Louis's wiring was weird, um, even if it's inexplicable. Uh and I'm glad that we watched it. So thanks yeah, for journeying me. Thanks into your for childhood. being so open-minded yeah, and uh, <laughs> no, journeying into that. No uh, problem. We'll
0: be back. It's now it's my turn.
1: I will watch <laughs> the Muppets Christmas Carol. Yes. Oh, and also we are watching the version where they do not cut out Michael Caine's song or uh, sorry his love interest song because it's key character development so if you would <laughs> like to watch that version with us I don't think it's on Disney plus but try to get your hands on a DVD and click the full screen version because that version yeah. has the full thing you gotta go to the
0: dark web for that stuff. <laughs> exactly
1: for the real Christmas joys
0: you gotta go to the dark web
1: or you can pause it at a certain moment on Disney yeah. plus YouTube the <laughs> deleted scene which I don't know why anyway all right, never mind it's a little, we'll, we'll be back next we'll week we'll with back. it <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for joining us.
0: Merry Christmas. We'll see you next week. Stay safe, everybody. Bye.